You're listening to the One Man Show Network. Welcome to the MMA Fight Picks Podcast with your host, Aaron Weinbaum. Hey kids, welcome to the MMA Fight Picks Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Weinbaum, and I seem to lately always be doing these in the middle of a, a, a thunderstorm, so if I get cut out of the live stream, I'm sorry. Uh, if you're on Periscope, feel free to help me pick a few fights, and if you're on the YouTube, feel free to hit subscribe. Uh, let's get started. We are picking for Bellator 222, McDonald versus Gracie. I hear that uh, Scott Coker was really trying to book Hoist Gracie instead of Neiman Gracie, but here we are. Uh, anyway, first up, Aaron Pico is fighting. Oh, I got a super hard. Awesome. And somehow I, I have it on the wrong deal here. Oh, man. What a... I got this all messed up. What in the world am I doing? Aaron Pico against Adam the Great, uh, uh, the kid, rather, Borix. All right. Here's the thing with Aaron Pico. I, I, I like Aaron Pico. He seems to forget he's a wrestler first. Um, you know, he's already at four and two. He lost to a legit guy in Henry, Henry Corrales' last fight. And he lost the very first time to Zach Freeman. He did beat Shane Crutchin, which which I, I didn't think he would beat. And now you have Adam, Adam Borks. I feel like they're kind of feeding this guy a little bit, but he does have some wins, man. Um, Joseph Aldo Silva, Theodore Nikolov, um, all all Bellator fights. But you know, as far as the experience goes, uh man, this is tough to pick. I listen. He's eight and zero. I, I I think maybe they want Pico to beat this guy, but I I like I like the new kid. And what's weird is you know with as much hype as Pico has, this is a uh, pre- prelim fight. But I, I felt the need to pick it. So yeah. Oh man, this guy Dylan El Jefe Danis, uh, best friend of Conor McGregor, going up against Max Humphrey. Now, this is at 175 pounds. I, I guess they call this Danis weight. I don't know if it's because he can't make 170 or... Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a strange deal. But let, let's take a look at uh, Dylan for a second here. Uh, 1-0, Kyle Walker. A neat little submission there. It was a toehold. Really smooth. And then you got Max Humphrey. Um, three and two. Okay, they, obviously they want Dylan to come in and beat this guy. He he last uh, lost to Anthony Goldfield in Cage Side Promotions in Kansas City. Before that, a win against uh, David Yodel Clark. This guy's from Missouri, I guess, uh, and it doesn't really say where he is from. So anyone on here, correct me if I am wrong. But he seems to be fighting a lot of Missouri events. Joplin, Missouri. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Listen. Mm. Uh, I know he has a couple submissions, but he's got some submissions against him. He's got some punches. It's all depends. If, if Dylan gets hands on him, uh, it's all over. And I got to think they're wanting to build Dylan up. I, I saw he had two belts on. Uh I mean, more, he looked more, more like a chump chump than a champ champ. And they weren't his belts, obviously. I'm going with Dylan. Ah! Much as I don't want to. Next up. Uh, 
my gosh, this is all a mess here. Sorry. Darian Caldwell, uh, Kajoi Horiguchi, a rematch because uh, Horiguchi beat Caldwell in Ryzen. Um, so let's take a look. I mean, this is kind of a pick here, I think. Uh, he lost to a submission in Ryzen, kind of an unfamiliar territory for Darian. Before that, he was on a tear. Uh, this is, of course, for the 135-pound belt in Bellator. And then you got Horiguchi. Um, not lost yet. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He does have a loss against uh, Demetrius Johnson, 186. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. Uh, but this is 135 pounds, not 125 pounds. But he does have some impressive wins, man. Ian McCall uh, just beat Ben Nagayan at Ryzen as well. Man, listen, I know that Darian is probably the favorite. It's Bellator. But I think Horiguchi, man, I think he's a little better than people give him credit for. And I th- I, I think Lightning's going to strike twice with uh, with Caldwell. The co-main event, not the main event, the co-main event of the evening, Lee Oto Machida versus... Chael Sonnen, my buddy. Uh, uh, not really. I just give him Netflix recommendations. And, and uh, you know, I keep him entertained in life, I guess. I don't know. Uh, let, let's take a look at this here. Lito Machida has a win most recently over Rafael Carvalho. It's his only Bellator fight before that. He won over Vitor Belfort, Eric Anders. You know, he's, he might be a little rated, but overrated rather. But he has lost to Derek Brunson, Yoel Romero, the, the elite, a loss to Luke Rockhill, the elite of the UFC's uh, middleweight division, a loss to Chris Weidman. But he does have an interesting win here, and that win is against Gegard Musasi, who is now the Bellator champ. And But there's something else interesting about this as well. He has a win, although it's been quite some time ago, 2012, against Ryan Bader. Uh, and that's at light heavyweight. So this is a really interesting storyline here. If either one of these guys pulls it off, um, either you're the guy that beat the guy or you beat the guy that beat the guy. So you've got a really interesting uh, chance here to challenge for the light heavyweight belt. Now, neither one of the guys, these guys are the biggest 205 pounders. Both have fought at middleweight. I don't see Chael fighting at middleweight again. Um, but he might. He may surprise me. I, I don't know. But let's take a look at Fader's or Fader, Chael's last fight, Fader Emilienko. Uh, you know, Chael wasn't doing bad. I think he may have underestimated, you know, Sambo versus wrestling. Fader was a really big guy compared to Chael. And, and he just kind of outmuscled him a little bit. Um, kind of used Chael's momentum against him. He, he tried some weird roll at the end that may have worked on smaller guys. But, you know, I think Fader's just too heavy. He couldn't get him over where he wanted. Um... For that, Chael's got one. He's got some wins over some big, big dude. You know, Quentin Jackson was no. I mean, he was a bigger guy in that fight. He looked out of shape, but Quentin Jackson is still a Quentin Jackson, and he's still. Uh, I don't know. I'm seeing it like that. Uh, he's still a a guy to be reckoned with here. He beat Wanderlei Silva. I think Wanderlei was motivated for this fight. You know, I think he trained hard. Lost against Tito. Lost against Rashad Evans. You know, and that Rashad Evans fight was 2013 before uh, he was suspended. I believe. Um, but he's got an impressive run over, over Hua. Listen, Chael's got some impressive wins, and, and the key to this fight is this. Um, if you're going to bum rush him because you get frustrated like Ryan Bader did back in 2012, you're going to get countered and probably knocked out. The, the, the key is you, you can't really keep Leoto at bay. You got to close the distance. Um, 
And, and Chael's got to do that ugly. I don't think he's going to want to do it by throwing a bunch of pu- punches and kicks, which he doesn't really do. He obviously wants to set that up for the clinch or the takedown. And, uh, you know, that's his key to victory. Can Chael's clinch take him down? Uh, I know Chael's double leg probably can, but can he get in there without getting kicked to the face? Because, you know, that's kind of Leota's wheelhouse. I think he's got to clinch him. He's got to body lock him. He's got to take him down that way, and he's got to smother him to death. Um, am I picking Chael? Yeah, I am. I, I think he. I, I think he's got it. Um, I, and hopefully he's been training hard. He's been a little more active lately. So you know, L- Leota has not fought since man, uh, December twenty eighteen, and Chael might have been right around that same time. Actually, no, it was, it was October. So he was a little more active. But I don't know. I think Chael's a gym rat. I think he stays in the gym. So we'll see. I, I'm going out on a limb here, Chael. Uh, don't disappoint me. Next up. Rory McDonald versus Neiman Gracie. Um, and, and then there's rumors that John Fitch is weighing in in case a guy doesn't show up. I think they're doubting that Rory shows up, which is a little weird. Um, but, you know, he said some strange things. I think this might be a little too soon for uh, Rory to fight. He just fought in April and, you know, it was a knockdown drag out. And here he, and he said some strange stuff at the end. You know, he may have a little more time to recover, but. Let's take a look at his record. Just had a draw with John Fish. Better fight than anyone thought that was going to be. Lost to Greg Marzassi trying to move up a weight class. I think Greg was just too big, too strong, too fast. Uh, but look at this, man. He's got wins over Doug Lima, Paul Daly. Uh, his last loss before that was Stephen Thompson. And back-to-back losses, Robbie Lauer back in the UFC. Um, and you got Neiman Gracie. Uh, I mean, he's a Gracie. I get it. The, he beat Ed Ruth. Uh, by submission in December, but listen, if I'm going to go strength the schedule here, he's fought a bunch of guys I've not heard of. Javier Torres. I mean, guys that don't have Wikipedia pages. I don't even know if they got Sherdog pages. They probably do. I don't know. That's not very nice, but strength the schedule, experience. You know, this isn't a grappling contest. Uh, Rory's smart. He's strong, and I think if Rory's in the right state of mind. Rory wins this fight. And that's it. That's going to do it. Thank you for all those that have watched. Thanks for the super hearts. Um, And until next time, shalom. Please remember to support the podcast by visiting the affiliate links on AaronSaysWhat.com.